peoples in the chat, please put a like on the video if you are coming in. This is going to be woo, a huge transmission. If you're ready for history class, let me know in the chat. It is time for the real history to be given back to you. Yeah, not the history you were taught in the fake indoctrination school, the real history so that you understand how especially these Illuminati races were created. Do you feel like you are a family member with a Illuminati race? Probably not. You know, the thing that we have to understand about different races is that I want to put it out there that yes, we are all connected because we are all part of source. But you do have to understand there are different types of race beings when we're down here in duality. Okay, so it's important to understand because it gives you an idea um, of where these certain races come from and how we've gone through, um, you know, these past, you know, hundreds of thousands of years of hybridization. I think it's fascinating. Like, I don't know, I might just be like a, a nerd, but I love learning about race history. So we're going to be going deep today, way back, all the way back in time. So please put a like on the video if you're coming in and you're ready for this topic of discussion. <laughs> What's up, Nadine? So, so many of you, right? You have you know, we've seen the Illuminati puppets, right? We've seen these beings and we're just like, these people aren't human. They're not human, right? It's like they live, like you would just put on the glasses. And when you start activating your DNA, you actually see that not everybody's human, okay? There actually is a strain called angelic humans, okay? Um, very beautiful, beautiful 12-stranded beings. Most of you are angelic humans or indigos. Um, but unfortunately, there was a hybridization process that occurred. So we're going to be going deep into that today. We're going to be going into how we tried to get a lot of these beings um, back into the Emerald Covenant. So what is the Emerald Covenant, right? Like, what is that, Ireland? Well, the Emerald Covenant, okay, all that means is that it's a bioregenesis program. So unlike the fake Bible story, which a lot of these fallen races created that says, God will deem all of these demons with fire and brick stone. Uh, we're like, hey, we get it. You made a mistake. We get it. You got hybridized. Let's help you. Let's bring you over um, to the D12 frequency, to the base 12 strand frequency. It's all about the strands out here, family. So we were trying to help them. And this was the progression of us trying to get them back to their divine D12 blueprint. So we're going to be talking about that today, um, how um, the guardian races were assisting in this process. You're going to understand Toth today. You're going to be understanding Anki, Enlil, Marduk, Enoch. We're going to be going into all of it today. So please put a like on the video if you are ready for this transmission, okay? We're going back in time. And this isn't going to be the history class that says, students, you came out of apes. You came from that monkey being. Here's Darwin theory. No, no, no. <laughs> that was the fake history that the false Anunnaki gods tried to feed all of your children and you as a child so that you wouldn't understand who you were. They encrypted that into the indoctrination system. So we're going back in school. If you're homeschooling your children, you need to uh, you know, teach them this. This is what's coming back, okay? So 
Um, maybe somebody who's a teacher who's wanting to homeschool their children. You know, the star seeds are ready for it. You might think this is too much for them. Like, oh, they're going to learn about aliens and different races. They want to learn this stuff. If I was in history and I was learning all this, I would be like paying attention. I'd be like writing down notes. You know, I'm like, wow, this is so cool. All this galactic history. It's like we're in Star Wars. But no, it was boring. It was like, oh yeah, you just came from a monkey, right? So <laughs> uh, I had a great time last night studying and learning and it, it's just so much fun to me. I really, really love it. So um, we're gonna be going back in time today. So let's go all the way back, 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 back. Okay, we're going back 798,000 years ago when the first angelic human and indigo race was seated on earth okay we've been seated two times before i've talked about this in other videos we had seating two on terra which exploded and we had seating one which was on gaia which is 70 earth so we've fallen and fallen and fallen finally we're on earth what we see today so we were seated 798,000 years ago okay so when this was occurring, the angelic humans and the indigos were coming onto planet for the first time, all the way down in this dimension. So uh, we were, you know, a pure strain, okay? And they specifically created us so that we couldn't hybridize anymore with the fallen angelics because what happened on Terra was that we kept hybridizing with those beings and we created like uh, master fallen angelic beings because you have to remember the angelic human aka all that means is just a 12 strand based uh, template uh, it's very powerful so when they can take a big portion of an angelic human and mix it with a fallen angelic boom they create some crazy race okay that's ultra powerful that can plug into the stargates because remember your dna plugs into the stargate okay so we're back in time, okay? So we're getting seated, okay? And it's it's a cool time, right? We're coming on uh, the, the angelic and the indigo races. And shortly, shortly after, guess who comes onto the planet? We have the draconian, okay? And we have the Anunnaki, okay? Those, of course, are the fallen um, Elohim, the Anunnaki, and the fallen seraphim races um, from 11D and 10D. Of Lyra. So we have the Nephidim, which are the Draco, and we have the Arantia, which are the Jehovian Anunnaki. And this was called the Rama Temple Wars. Okay, so if any of you guys remember the electric wars in Gaia, where there was just like crazy uh, spaceships blasting everybody with photosonic beams, um, this was like another case of that, but it was on this um, dimensional field of Earth. So you can just imagine like huge spaceships going around and just like uh, photo beaming lasers and just pretty much destroying everything. Shout out to my client yesterday. She actually told me um, <laughs> that she remembers a memory of us, uh, you know, all around us just seeing uh, laser beams coming down and lightning and everything just turning to dust. Well, that's pretty much what was happening in those Rama Temple Wars. Um, and that was going on from 669,000 BC to 250,000 BC. So these wars were almost detrimental, okay? They were almost detrimental because, um, you know, we 
you know, we were like in another Star Wars, like everything was going to go like vanish, you know, with all those photosonic beams um, going everywhere that that war. So what happened was um, we also also I just want to put this in as well. We're going to talk about another race that was also coming in at this time. Um, this was the Pleiadian Nibiran race, okay, which are the Anki, Enlil, and Marduk races that were also coming onto planet during this time, during the Rama and Temple Wars. So why, why were the Pleiadian Nibirans coming here? Okay, why were they coming onto planet? And this is going to give you an understanding of certain currencies that we use today and why we use certain currencies. So listen carefully. So the Pleiadian Iberians, okay, they had metatronic coding, okay? All metatronic coding means is that the body is not circulating source code. It is compacting upon itself and it has to feed on something else in order to survive. So on their planet, on Nibiru, okay, they were surviving off of a gold-like substance, okay? Some people um, see it in like the new age as Ormus. It's a white powder gold. Um, it's what they used um, in the Sumerian times because they're also part of the Sumerian, um, Sumerian text. But they needed that white powder gold to sustain their body. Again, that's going to be the Toth Anki groups, the Enlil and the Marduk. So they were uh, severely needing that substance, but Nibiru was running out of it, okay? They were like, oh my gosh, we're running out of this resource. What are we gonna do? Because what this white powder gold does when they ionize it is it allows the body to spark more electricity to pull in more light. Because remember, they're not connected to source. They're not connected to the natural crystal spiral energy. They're connected to the metatronic coating. So they have to pull energy in from the external environment in order to survive. So they're like, we got to go somewhere. We got to find, you know, more gold. So they're coming in during this time as well, during 669,000 BC. So they're starting to come in, um, into earth and they're like, we need to, you know, get all these resources, all this gold. Okay. So they were all coming through and they were fighting a lot of them. Okay. They were fighting because they're like, who's going to do the mining? Who's going to do it? They're all lazy. Okay. <laughs> they're all lazy. So they were like, we don't know, you know, we got to do something. We got to create like a slave race in order to do this, uh, gold mining for us. Um, and that's where the whole gold currency came from. It, it was, uh, more so of that Anu Seraphim trait. So they came through and they uh, created this slave race um, called the Locus Neanderthal race. And that was in 248,000 BC. Okay, so this race is the race that they tell you in history are your ancestors. Okay, um, because what they did is the, the Toth Anki, they're a mix. So they have a little bit of Anu and a little bit of Seraphim. So they're a mix of Anunnaki and Draconian, okay? So they created um, this race by taking a little bit of the aquatic ape, which is the fallen Elohan race, um, and they also combined it with a little bit of the primate, like the monkey race. This is also why they put monkey DNA in the immunizations, because they're trying to eugenesis your DNA. Anyways, but <laughs> they put a little bit of that, and then they took a little bit of angelic human DNA, just a tiny bit so that they could come into um, more of like a, a, a human body, okay? 
So they came in um, as the locust Neanderthal, and you kind of hear that, you know, in some of the biblical texts, the locusts, etc. So that's where that mythology is coming from. So they came through, and they were what they say as our uh, ancestors, which was far from the truth. They were just a slave race to do all the mining for these beings, okay? Because these beings, um, they're also more like animal type races. They, they weren't really like a human. So when you look at the Toth Enki groups, okay, they're gonna be more like a snake, snake-like group, okay? Um, but they're also, again, mixed with the aquatic ape. So it's like a human snake, okay? So that's the Toth Enki, they're human snakes. The Enlil is more like a lizard, a lizard ape. So they're like upright lizard apes. I know that sounds cuckoo for coconuts, but, and then we have the Marduk um, Omicron race, okay? The Marduk Omicron race are going to be the dino race, okay? They're going to be the aquatic dino, uh, dinoid race. So these beings created this slave race, okay? Meanwhile, we still have you know, the Nephidim and the Orantia, the Draco and the Jehovah Anunnaki coming through, you know, laser beaming everything. And so we're like, hold up, we just tried to seed these angelic humans and there's already infiltration. So these blue Maharaji beings, okay, beautiful beings that were, um, uh, you know, brought through from the Iani races, they came through um, during this time period around 246,000 BC to um, tell, you know, all of the beings that they have um, a contract that they can come on to, okay? And they brought the CDT plates. This was the previous time, the last time that they brought the CDT plate translations before this current time period that we're in right now. Um, so they brought all of the mechanics of how to activate DNA during that time period. And they let those fallen race beings know, okay? They were letting the locust Neanderthals know, you know, you can come over to the Emerald Covenant. Okay, remember the Emerald Covenant is the bioregenesis, meaning we're going to help you get your divine D12 blueprint back because it's a base 12 system, right? 144. So they were like most of the angelic, um, you know, hybrids, you know, that got mixed in within Nathanderal. They were like, yes, of course, you know, we want to do bioregenesis as well as the Toth Anki groups. Okay, so the Toth Anki were like, okay. We're ready, you know, we're gonna do this biogenesis. You know, we wanna come over to, you know, quote unquote, the good side, okay? And start the progression of getting our DNA back. So it is a progression, okay? It is a progression because in each DNA strand, you have 12 subharmonics, okay? And that's what creates the 144 template in your DNA. So these beings, okay, remember the Anu, the fallen Elohan, they're from dimension 11. They're running 11 reversal strand. The draconian beings are running 10 strand reversal. So on each of these hybrid um, genetics, they're either only up to 11 subharmonics in each DNA strand or 10 subharmonics in each DNA strand. So we had to slowly progress them to start getting them back to 12 subharmonics per 12 strands of DNA. So it was, you know, a process that wasn't going to be happening overnight, okay? So we were going to progress them all the way up to strand five, just so that they could get out of 3D Earth 
and go up to Terra and continue their evolution because Terra is 5D Earth. So this was the process where things started to get real, okay? Things started to get real. It was really... Um, there were, it was really good and bad because there was so much good happening during this time period, you know, where we were so happy that these beings were finally ready to get a bioregenesis and stop trying to uh, wipe out civilizations and raid, etc. And it was awesome. It was awesome. You know, Toth, a lot of people, you know, see Toth in the new age and they resonate with him because he was um, very powerful during that time. He actually got his DNA all the way up to strand 11.5. So he was right there. He was so close to being an ascended master being. But unfortunately, he pulled out. And we're going to talk about that um, very soon. But yeah, a lot of people resonate with him because he gives just enough of the mechanics of consciousness and awakening where people are like yes this resonates with me right we see the emerald tablets well where did the emerald tablets come from they came from the emerald order but he just hijacked them right i've talked about this before so we can see that and it's all about you know it's all about using sacred mechanics for uh service to self like uh, you know, there's that whole Billy Carson person who created that book, Emerald Tablets by Toth. And he's like, yeah, I make $25,000 an hour. Like every hour I'm making $25,000 an hour, but like he's miserable because he's just like all about the money. But anyways, that's another story for another day. So all the way down, okay, we're having this intervention, right? We're telling them, okay, this is the CDT plates. This is the Emerald Covenant. You can come onto our side. Remember, we don't take out races, okay? We don't come in and say, we're going to kill all of these hybrid races, okay? We're just like, hey, let's do a bioregenesis. So down all the way to 208,000 BC. So let me see if I can pull this up. Take a screenshot of this if you want, or I can just post it later. But 208,000 BC, um, that was when we had the Drac invasion. So during this time period, um, we still had the Dracos and the Jehovian Anunnaki who were still not necessarily wanting a bioregenesis. They were still wanting to control. So that's how there was pros, but there was also cons because not everybody was going on the bioregenesis at that time period. So there was another stellar activation um, during that time period of 208,000 BC. That's just when we have an ascension cycle. Okay, it's when the stargates open. So we had another pole shift. Hmm, shocker. It's because um, it was getting too dangerous. What the Drax did during that time period um, was they ended up getting into the round tables, which if you understand this work, okay, king arthur the round tables okay all the round tables were okay running round tables what that means is just to anchor frequency when a stellar activation occurs so that's what we would do like that's in our dna to literally run frequency in the grid especially when stellar activation cycles happen we were appointed to certain places in the grid called q sites or stargate sites there's 12 um, of each around the grid, and we would be placed there to literally run our DNA into the grid um, so that we could anchor all of the, the stellar bridge activations, which just means the Merkaba starting to, to blend from higher dimensional fields in a physics sense. So 
we were getting ready to do that in 208,000 BC. We were getting ready for that, that stellar activation cycle. Um, but unfortunately, the Drax invaded and they started to reverse some of those rainbow round tables. Please put a like on the video if you're just coming in. I see we have gone up in the chat, so please put a like on the video. Thank you so much. It really helps get this message out there. So during that time period, we're trying to have that stellar activation, um, that stellar bridge. So this is what starts to happen. When we start to have an ascension cycle, when the stargates open, you can imagine, okay, the higher D12 blueprint frequency, it starts to slowly come down. Okay, and it creates a bridge and it needs to anchor, right? It needs to anchor that frequency down through the stargates. So all the way down to earth, it was about ready to anchor. But when the Drax reversed those rainbow round tables in a lot of the angelic humans, what happened was it could not hold. It could not stabilize. It could not hold that D12 pulse. So again, D12 is the divine blueprint. Everything goes by 12. It's a mathematical system. So when we couldn't stabilize that D12, mm, it was not good. That's when we lost D12 frequency. Some of you know that we were without the D12 frequency for a very long time. Um, well, that was because we lost that opportunity for it to anchor in. In 208,000 BC, there was another pole shift, okay? The pole shifts were a thing during these stellar activation cycles where we tried we tried to make that ascent, but it just wasn't possible with the amount of infiltration. Even though we were still going through all of these bioregenesis, there were still beings that didn't want to go on these new hybridization um, places. So, okay, all the way down. We're going to go all the way down now. Um, this was when the true Illuminati races came in. Okay, this is how they were created. So like the people we see in the politics, right? Uh, you know, probably Joe Biden's definitely one of them. Uh, you know, I, for, I honestly even forget some of their names. Uh, Bush, what, I don't even know his first name anymore. It's just so irrelevant. But all I remember was Bush did 9-11. That's literally how I remembered his name. <laughs> but um, Bush, you know, Hillary Clinton, all of them, all of them, okay? They're all coming from this history of hybridization. So it's important to understand um, so that you get a feel for these beings, okay? They are not coming from the original seeding of the angelic indigo races. Yes, we are all connected. We are all part of source, but they have a different genome than you, okay? They are running on different genetics than you. So during 155,000 BC, that was when majority of the races were like, okay, we want to come into the Emerald Covenant. We want to go on a bioregenesis. Um, this was when a lot of the Anunnaki lines, more of the Toth, Enil, and Marduk lines um, started to really come through. And this created the Leviathan. So many of you have heard of the Leviathan before. Let me know if you have. Um, so with the, with the Leviathan, it was funny because I was listening to an ad that came on my Pandora today and it was talking about, and it's funny, it's just because my neuroception is so um, into this work that I'm picking up naturally on what I was just paying attention to. 
Um, so my neuroception was picking up on the Levi, you know, the Levi jeans commercial. And it was all about, you know, oh, get your Levi. It's in your jeans. And I was like, it's in your jeans. I was like, no, the Levi is not in my jeans. But the, Le the Leviathan were actually that race um, line that was trying to come into a biogenesis. So there was two um, Leviathans uh, coming into the hybridization program that were split. And they were coming in from the Jehovian Anunnaki. So part of the Jehovian Anunnaki, which are the full um, Elohim races that were considered the pure strains. Uh, the reason why they were considered the pure strains was just because they weren't mixed with seraphim, right? Because the Toth, Anki, Enlob, they're all mixed with seraphim, draconian, and Anunnaki. So the Jehovian Anunnaki, um, they were the pure strain um, Leviathan races, and they were called the Kodazim. It sounds like codeine, but it's codazine. <laughs> okay, I was like listening to it. I was like, is, is that code codeine? And it was like, no, codazine. So the Jehovian Anunnaki, the races that were trying to get their Christos, divine 12 blueprint back were the Kodazim, okay? And then we also had um, down with the Toth Anu Seraphim, right? The Toth groups, which were the Anunnaki and the Seraphim, they were called the Lilabim, okay? So that's where we get all of the Lilith mythologies was from that Leviathan uh Toth, Fallen, Anu, Seraphim race that were trying to go on the bioregenesis and they were called the Lilabeam, okay? Lilabeam, sorry, not beam, it's bean. I don't need, these words are funny. I'm like writing this down, I'm like Lilabeam. I'm just like, you know, it, it's just something that you just have to resonate with, I don't know. But some of you might think I'm cuckoo for coconuts, but that's okay, <laughs> that's okay. Um, please put a like on the video if you're enjoying this transmission. I really appreciate it. So everything's going to plan for the most part. But again, you have to remember during this time period, there are still beings, okay? Part of the Pleiadian Iberians that are not wanting to go on the bioregenesis, okay? They're still saying, no, we want to come in and take over. So during the time period from about 148,000 BC, when these race beings were um, coming over to about 68,000 BC, um, there was an invasion. Okay. So the Pleiadian Iberians came in and they took over everything on land. So we actually took a lot of the angelic humans and the indigos underground. Um, and we hid out underground, um, why these Pleiadian Iberians were taking over on, on the land. And that's when they were claiming, you know, this is our land, right? And we see it even today with, with the politics. They're all, this is my land. You stole my land. It's always just been this whole thing. Like you stole the land, you know, the, it's all these different races that are fighting over, over each other. So uh, when we were underground, some of you actually remember this, you know, we were underground actually during the dinosaur age as well, which again, that's coming from the Marduk uh, lines when the dinosaurs came through. But some of you actually remember living underground and you could actually hear so crystal clear, like footsteps on top of the ground above you. Like your higher sensory perception was on and popping during that time. So that was a time period where we were just hiding out and we were doing our own activations um, while they were uh, infiltrating on top, unfortunately. So 
things started to get things started to get better in a sense they got worse they got better right this has kind of been our history where things go up and down up and down um but we did get to a time period where Toth wanted to uh, defect from the Emerald Covenant. So this was when all the drama really started to happen, okay? Like the big, big drama. And this is going to be about Enoch as well, okay? So if any of you have read the book of Enoch, uh, this this will be some good information. But again, it's not like, like when I talk about the Bible or I talk about the book of Enoch, it's not like you have to be like, there's no truth. Or even in Toth books, even in, even in the Emerald Tablets, it's not like I'm like, oh, it's all lies. There are good things you can take from these texts, okay? Because they do have pieces of truth. But it is important to know um, what happened with these beings. So Christine... Kristen Davis, thank you so much. We got the Pegasus vibes. What's up, Amethyst Order? <laughs> so down in 22,326 BC, that was when the Toth groups deflected. And they said, you know what? We're taking all of our groups out, all of those Lilith beams out. That's where, that's where the whole mythology of like, oh, you're the Lilith. You know, they call all the dark feminine the Lilith beings. Well, that's coming from the Lilith beams who were on those hybridization programs that um, in the 22,000 time period deflected and they turned into a dark race, okay? A very, very dark race. Um, during that time period, they were reversed. They made a deal with the Alpha Omega, um, the Alpha Omega um, elites. So some of you have heard like the Alpha and the Omegas in, you know, just the, the text of, you know, esoteric stuff. So they were not who you think they were. Okay. The Alpha and the Omega um, were part of a dark fleet and they were who were making contracts with Toth during that time period. Lynn Marie, thank you so much. Love and gratitude, Ireland. If this was taught in school, I would have paid attention. Gratitude, sweet soul sister. Thank you, Lynn, so much. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We should have been taught this in history. You know, we should have, but they didn't. They didn't. And it's, it's because these races wanted to program you to think that you came from the Illuminati races. They wanted to, to show you, you know, oh, you know, you're one of us. We're your creator gods, right? That was the plan. That was the plan. Yin Sun, what's up? Yin Sun 777. Thank you, Familia. Thank you, Familia, for being here. I really appreciate it. So the Toth beings, the Lilla beams that left um, the Emerald Covenant, they were called the Sons of Belial. So that's where the whole Sons of Belial started to come in. If you like look at Ascension Glossary, you might see Sons of Belial. Um, you know, what, what does that mean? Well, those were those beings from Toth and the fallen Anoseraphim races that deflected. And they were now um, a different race combined with um, the human. Oh, one more thing I forgot to, to write. So this is important. So during that hybrid Leviathan split, that was the time period where humans and Leviathan could now procreate. Okay. Which could be a good thing, right? Because we could help, um, some of those beings, you know, get their DNA back. That's what a lot of the indigo threes are doing with the Nephilim genetics, but that's also, dangerous because if they have the ability to start breeding with humans, which remember all the way up in 790,000 BC, they didn't have that ability. 
They didn't have the ability with the angelic and the indigos. Those uh, those Toth beings that were just the pure strain and the Dracos and the, the Anunnaki, they created this this race, right? The Leviathan as a bioregenesis so that we could start to procreate and heal that race uh, DNA. But it was like a, a double-edged sword because now the, the invader races, the Draconians and the fallen Seraphim, the races that didn't want to be on the hybridization Emerald Covenant, they realized, oh, well, now we could start to get even uh, an even greater race, of fallen beings, but again, now they have the angelic humans. So it was the beginning of the whole Metatronic coding happening all over again, just like we tried to get away from in the past seedings on Terra and Gaia, it was already starting to occur again on this earth. And again, it's not like, oh, it wasn't meant to happen. You know, I believe everything was meant to happen. And I do think that we learned from all of these time periods as dark as they were, you know, everything has a divine plan, but this was this was the race history so what happened with enoch so where did enoch come into all of this okay so enoch okay and a lot of people resonate with enoch right they read the book of enoch and they have a very close connection with that with that energy and that's because enoch was an ascended master being okay and i always say this even with metatron even with the the giovanni races that fell it's not like oh you know they're all bad you know, a lot of those collectives were working, you know, for the higher council orders. But unfortunately, when they tried to come in to help, to help heal the DNA for other race beings, they got sucked in to all of this drama. So that's what happened, unfortunately, um, with Enoch, was that he uh, incarnated through the Jehovian Anunnaki, right, the pure strains, and he was trying to get their, get them to bioregenesis through his high DNA coding. And unfortunately, during that time period, um, you know, he was holding out even during all, all of the, the Toth beings, you know, turning into the sons of Belil and those Lilith beings turning into Lilith beings. Um, he was holding out, but it was getting too extreme. Okay. You can imagine like you're trying to like, just like we are right now, like we're trying to hold the light in all of this darkness. Imagine like barely any people holding the light and you're like down to like you and your crew and all of these fallen angelic beings are just taking over everything and you're feeling cornered. You're like, I don't know what I'm going to do. So that's what was happening um, with Enoch was he was getting cornered. And unfortunately in 10,500 BC, uh, that was when he was like, you know what, I'm just, you know, if you can't, you know, beat them, join them. That's kind of was, was the mentality. So he made a deal with the Toth groups and they were going to combine forces together. So those um, Kodazim beings, okay, that were on the bioregenesis of um, the Anoseraphim, to uh, no, not the Anoseraphim, the the uh, Jehovian Anunnaki, they were going to um, fall into what is called the sons of Zadok. So we had the sons of Belil, which were the Toth um, fallen seraphim. And then we had the, the sons of Zadok, which were the pure strain of the fallen Jehovian Anunnaki. So they were coming, um, they were coming in and getting reversed now. So now we have, <laughs> now we have both of the beings that we were trying to bioregenesis going in reverse. 
So this was a hard period because it was like all of our hard work, you know, we were almost at that fifth strand of getting those subharmonics back to the 12 subharmonic bass imprint. And it was like down the drain like that. It was unfortunate. So during that time period, the Toth group and Enoch, they decided to uh, combine the Sons of Belil and the Sons of Zadok to create a master race. Okay, and the master race is the race that we see today. The really powerful leaders in this world that want to take out, control countries, control populations, this is where they're coming from, was from that mix. Um, some of them are more so, uh, you know, sons of Belil, some of them are sons of Zadok, um, but then there's a combination. And then also at the same time, we still have the Dracos and we still have the Jehovian Anunnaki who didn't even join in to all of this. They weren't even part of the bioregenesis. Um, they were another fact, another faction. So it's just, it's just madness. It's just madness <laughs> with these, with these strains. Um, so much was going on during this time period. It's, it's insane. Um, so that was just the basis of our history. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please put a like on the video if you enjoyed this transmission. If you missed the beginning of this transmission, you might want to go back and watch it because it'll really help you to understand from the beginning um, and give you that insight so that you know you can understand this information. I'll post a picture of this later so that you could you know study it or whatever. You could also check out Voyagers 2. Um, the link I'll put in the description for you can buy that. That has all of our race galactic history. Just so you can understand, it's not like necessary. It's not like you have to know what happened. But to me, I love knowing what happened because you know what? Also, during that time period of 10,500 BC, what they did and the reason why you look around and you think everybody is human is because you literally forgot from them messing with the DNA, from the Tower of Babel situation where they distorted the DNA and they shut down half of your DNA so that you wouldn't have your cellular memory from these events. That's why you look back and you're like, I don't remember this. But some people, they're getting, they're getting their, their memory back, which is good. I'm definitely getting mine back. But it helps to study and to learn about galactic history um, to help bring back those memories in your, in your cellular template. And it actually helps to activate your DNA. So learning all of this today, thank you all for being here because you just activated your DNA. Yes, you did. I promise you, this is, this is what you have to understand. Um, oh, thank you so much, Harley Ray, Crystal Shop. I really appreciate that sister. Uh, definitely check out harleyraycrystalshop.com. I got this amazing bracelet from her. I love it so much. Oh my gosh. It's like my emerald, my emerald energy. So check her out. She's amazing. I tried lighting your sage today and I was like, where is the lighter? And I was like, I'm about to get attacked for, for talking this intel today. I was like trying to find the sage. I was like, no, no, I'm protected. I'm protected. I got my shields up, but, uh, yeah, this, this is what was heavily hidden. This was heavily hidden and um, this is not to push on to you. You don't have to believe any of this. You could, you know, trust in the Emerald Tablets. You can go on your own journey. These are the freedom teachings, meaning you can be free to choose what you believe. But for me, this is like, this makes perfect sense. That's just my opinion. Just because I remember it, it's just, it resonates in my DNA so strong. I remember Toth. I remember these time periods. 
Um, you know, and this again was those all of these time periods where they were taking human DNA, they were, uh, you know, raping women, killing men. So we see that today. We just don't remember it. That's the thing is people around you, they don't remember. They don't remember what happened. And so they're playing out things from the past. Like they're angry at men. Women are angry at men. Women are angry at children. People are just scared of everybody because all of this stuff was occurring. Raids, taking out Christ's bloodlines, just crazy things. Um, oh, thank you so much, Spirit Science. Well, thank you, thank you, sister. Yeah, that's what we're doing today. We're combining the spirit with the science today because this is all um, into the science of how DNA works, how dimensional fields work, um, and how we had that connection. Yes, we once had the connection of understanding our DNA and how important it is to the actual grid system, the Templar system. These were Templar quests. And no, it was not the Knights Templar. The Knights Templar was the fallen beings who were trying to infiltrate um, during the King Arthur round tables. So that was another scenario where they were trying to, to take over. But I'm not going to get into that today. But this country was uh, was created from uh, majority Freemasons, as most of you know. Most of the Freemasons funded and created America. Um, it's it's just it's insane. I'm actually I'm in I'm in an area where it's very historic where I live now. Very very historic here. So it's funny to see to see all this. Yeah, Shannon says now I understand why things in school didn't make sense. This just resonates. Yeah, me too. In school, I was like, I don't know. I just don't feel like I came from this like neanderthal this caveman being i just didn't resonate with it you know the angelic beings when they were seated up here they weren't like they weren't looking like a monkey okay they were very beautiful beings like beautiful beautiful beings like very tall beings i'm not saying if you're not tall then you're not an indigo okay they were just naturally taller because as you move up you get bigger okay your consciousness gets bigger so they were just naturally um just more tall they were super beautiful um and then they tried to say that we were from these like and again it's not bad if you know if you have some of that energy but um they were trying to force it down everybody's throat without giving us the real the real um, put down of what everything everything was and what happened. <laughs> yeah, Sharon, I'm a shorty. My sister's a shorty too. I get that. I'm I'm like medium. I'm medium. Um, Ariana says no judgment, only awareness and expansion. Thank you, Ireland, for today. Emerald Guardian Rising. Thank you, Ariana. I really appreciate that, sister. I really appreciate that. Definitely check out Ariana and Jonah. Um, they are amazing. They have some great supplements. They got the hemp oil. They got the methylene blue, and that's going to help to detox your body. You don't want to be putting Ormus in your body. You want to be putting in real stuff that's you know aligned to your higher genetics which a lot of us we have blue essence in our in our gene template we have that blue maharaji energy so when you take in the blue it's very very powerful and it cleans out your body the link to their website is in my description you can click the link in the description thank you so much jonah uh emerald order in the house thank you sister uh ireland you rocked it once again uh, we love you. Go Team Quantum Star Tribe Love. Oh, thank you so much, Jonah. Thank you and Ariana. I love you guys so much. I have such a resonance. Like, 
oh, I just got chills. Like, I just, I know you guys. I, I know we've been through all these time periods together. and We're just here for the final mission. So shout out to the Star Tribe. We're all coming together. It's happening. It's happening. We're all finding each other during this time. It's, it's a beautiful time. Really, really beautiful. Um, and it helps to have, you know, brothers and sisters who get it. Because when I first started to get these downloads, I thought I was going for cuckoo for coconuts. I was like, does anybody understand me? I was scared to come online with this information because I thought people were gonna, you know, t you know, make fun of me or think I was crazy. And once I just started to talk about it, I found my my tribe. You know, I found Ariana, I found Jonah, I found so many great people that. Um, reminded me that I'm not crazy. So thank you guys. <laughs> thank you guys for making me feel at home once again, out of the distortion, right? Out of all the fake lies, indoctrination. So definitely I'll be posting this as well on Patreon. I'll be posting a lot of the history this week so you guys can look it over and whatnot. Um, and it'll be, it'll be very insightful. So I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Um, I'm going to go now. I'm going to go get my hair done. I'm excited. It's hair day. So I'm going to go do that. Um, I'm trying to get my natural hair back. I, I really didn't know that I was going to have to bleach it again. Once I dyed it dark, I thought it was just going to fade out. And then I had to bleach it. And now I'm like, okay, I just want to try to get like a root shadow so that it grows out naturally. Um, so I'm going to go do that. And <laughs> I, I hope you guys, um, yeah, just enjoy, enjoy your day, you know, take all this information in and just, you know, see if it resonates. That's all. That's all. Um, so namaste, familia. Love you.